Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They're all higher. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here is Bill Maloney. And good afternoon, Charlie. Like you said, main U.S. averages are rising on the day, with the Dow currently higher by 75 points, S&P's gained 10, and the Nasdaq climbs by 6. The U.S. 10 yield at 2.18%, and all 11 of the main S&P sectors are trading higher, led by gains in energy, telecom, and real estate. Nasdaq Biotech fall 11, transports gain 140, semis slip 3, and the VIX is down by 9%. Leaders to the upside in the Dow are Verizon, Home Depot, and GE. Boeing led to the downside. After earnings, GameStop fell as much as 14%. Ulta Beauty fell 8%. Broadcom slipped 4%. While Autodesk rose as much as 8% after its results. Live from the first of Breaking News Desk, I'm Bo Maloney. Charlie? Okay, thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type Squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. All right, Charlie, lovely. Thank you. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets right here on Bloomberg Radio. Perhaps what was the mission of Global Central Bankers meeting in the annual symposium in Jackson Hole, Wyoming? We did hear from Janet Yellen of the U.S. Fed, along with uh, European Central Bank President Mario Draghi, uh, making some comments. And uh, I've seen our monetary policy blog here at the Bloomberg Terminal uh, alive with comments and reaction to that. Let's uh, bring in Alessandro Speciali, ECB and Euro Area Economy reporter at Bloomberg News. Uh, he's been on the ground in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, with some thoughts on what we ha- had from uh, Mario Draghi and more. Mario Draghi, um, I feel like none of the central bankers are really surprising anybody, Alessandro, but you're there firsthand listening and hearing what uh, the folks there at the symposium have to say. Uh, your key takeaways from all of this. Well, the main takeaway, especially as far as markets and traders are concerned, is that is what Draghi didn't say. He didn't talk about the level of the euro, despite its climb in recent weeks. And it was at, uh, I guess, two-and-a-half-year high in intraday trading today. And he didn't talk about the future of monetary policy of the euro area. What he did was talking about free trade and talking about the risk of relaxing financial regulation, something that also Janet Yellen mentioned in her speech today. So it was a very academic, very broad, international perspective, what Draghi offered, without giving any details on future policy. Yeah, it's interesting, right? They both were very careful about in terms of showing their hand when it comes to policy. I also do feel like they're the wise old... I don't know, relatives, you know, of a family just reminding everybody, yep, we're many years away now from the financial meltdown and crisis. And it's easy for everybody to forget that maybe what got us into that situation, which in the aftermath created a lot of regulation on the financial systems uh, in the world. And maybe we shouldn't forget that you shouldn't be so quick to roll back uh, all the regulations that were put in, in place as a result to prevent another meltdown from happening. Yes, yes, indeed. It was exactly one of the key themes that he mentioned. He said, especially at a time when monetary policy around the world, in Europe, in Japan, but also in the U.S., it's still quite commodity, quite open. It's very dangerous to go along the same road to stoke the financial crisis. So it was a word of warning, which was exactly the same note 
that Janet Yellen said. So this, is, this should be something that regulators should keep in mind as they review international financial policy and dot frank What's that? What's fascinating too, Alessandro, is, you know, we all are kind of looking at this. We're getting growth after the financial crisis and how many years out, but it's not maybe as strong as some would hope, certainly in the developed nations. Uh, Mario Draghi, uh, talking about global growth specifically, and he said it's slowing because of aging populations, certainly a big issue in the United States, Japan, and Europe, and saying that with the labor force not expected to grow much, growth will rely on boosting productivity, and that makes global trade and investment all the more critical. He, like we've heard from others, you know, reminding everyone that you can't really roll back globalization, that it's important not to to, to push forward protectionism, but continue to embrace globalization. And this has been, I guess, a key tenet of his speech as well. Yes, yes. His, you could say, was an impassioned defense of global trade, of globalization, of open markets. Um, in doing this, it, it is something that he has done before. It is something he's passionate about. And uh, to do so, he has cited the example of the European single market, where we said that integration of markets across Europe has delivered uh, richness, has delivered prosperity across Europe, even despite the crisis, has helped European countries catch on somewhat the blow of, uh, of the crisis, and it has also helped making the population, making citizens safer because of shared regulation of the same rules that everybody must respect within the European single market. And Draghi said, I'm not going to present this as an example, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something worthwhile to keep in mind as we debate free trade. Alessandro, we spoke with Kathleen Hayes earlier uh, of our Bloomberg News team, also on the ground there in Jackson Hole. You are there and you've been there uh, listening to the official speakers and also being there when the speeches are done and everybody's kind of debating or discussing uh, what was said. What seems to be the tone uh, and the interesting observations that you're hearing as you observe everything that's going on in Jackson Hole? Well, one of the themes that's been cropping up uh, here and there is something that central banks are uh, relatively concerned around the world, is the fact that despite falling unemployment, wages are not picking up and there is very little signs of inflation. So some of the papers that have been presented have tried to figure out and continue uh, the research and the analysis on trying to figure out why wages are not picking up, why even despite very open monetary policy, falling unemployment, relatively strong growth, especially in Europe and in the U.S., there is very little sign of inflation. This is a puzzle that central bankers will probably continue to grapple with for quite some time. Would you say that the majority of people there, though, feel more inclined um, to be optimistic here at the outlook or, or or questioning what the outlook, what might come in the next 6 to 12 months? Just got about 20 seconds here. Well, it's the fact that none of the policymakers have focused on delivering specific policy messages but had time to look at uh, academic broad questions means there is no pressing crisis and that things are going broadly okay in the global Mm -hmm. economy for now. All right, we're going to leave it on that note. Alessandro, thank you so much. Alessandro Speciali, our European Central Bank and Euro Area Economy Reporter uh, at Bloomberg News, and uh, he's, of course, on-site at the annual symposium of global central bankers being held at Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Some big speeches today from Janet Yellen and Mario Draghi of the European Central Bank. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. We'll get a check in your top business stories, world and national news as well, and a look at today's trading session. Carol Masser, and this is Bloomberg Radio.